0: Good evening. Welcome to Destiny New Image Ministry Podcast. I am Melvin Thornhill.
1: And I'm Robin Thornhill.
0: Let's get right into it. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy, patience and forgiveness. May we also show the same things to others. Thank you for blessing tonight's podcast may your anointing bring light and understanding to the listeners in jesus name amen tonight we have a special treat for you we have invited the author and entrepreneur sherelle r bates as our first guest podcaster to talk about her children's book woolly bully
1: yes woolly bully is taking bookstores by the storm Um, Sherelle's getting calls almost every day from different distributors who want to make sure that her book is a part of their selection. It's awesome because in this time when we're dealing with domestic violence, sexual harassment, and just people abusing their power, this book is important because we've got to drill down to the level of talking to our children, especially our children, about The way they treat others. It's so important. Now, Sherelle was not bullied by children. She was bullied by adults. And I say it's important that we as adults learn how to be respectful, learn how to treat each other. So sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy and experience Wooly Bully. Just be kind. DI Podcast, Episode 21. Enjoy.
2: I'm rough and tough, ready to rumble. I'll kick out my leg and make them stumble. Books in your hand, I'll make you fumble. I'll snatch lunches when my tummy grumbles. Mmm, mm, crunch, crunch, mumble, mumble. I'm the biggest at school in weight and waiting mass. I'm big and slow. They're small and fast. I get mad when they zoom past. That's how I feel in gym class. Envy, anger, deep inside. Nope don't you cry. Instead, show them you're a tough guy insecurities go bye bye butterfly watch out fully i'm mad i'm bad i'm wooly bully
1: That was a reading from Sherelle Bates' Wooly Bully, the book, children's book, outstanding book. Let's talk to the author. I did about talking today to Sherelle Bates. Sherelle Bates has written a, an awesome book called Wooly Bully. This book is taking the industry by storm and rightfully so because it has important messages to parents and children about bullying and the impact of just being mean to people. And so she's going to tell us all about that today. Hi, so everybody. To <laughs> yeah. Thank you for taking this podcast assignment and for honoring us with your wisdom on this subject, Sherelle. So let's get right into the questions. Uh, the first question is, where did the idea of bully Bully come from?
3: Okay, so the inspiration behind Wooly Bully was because of my experience in being cyberbullied. So let me go back a little bit. So last year um, I was pregnant with my twins um, and my pregnancy became nationally known. When you have an opportunity, I encourage you to, um, to just kind of Google and you can find out a, a lot more about my story. Um, but um, after my story was in the national news and in media, a couple weeks later, um, a, a pregnant, a very large pregnant picture of me began to re, uh, recirculate. Um, and while I was in the hospital giving birth to my twins and recovering, like I, didn't, I wasn't even discharged yet.
0: Um, uh-huh. A lot
3: of my Facebook friends, they reached out to me and was like, Hey, do you know your picture's going viral? And I'm like, wait what like you know I'm not like the news story's dying down like what do you mean you know um and then so then I find out that I was 36 weeks pregnant in the picture and I gave birth at 37 weeks and then I see like hundreds of thousands of shares and just really mean comments um and I was just like in the course of what I think by the time I found out it had already been circulating for two days and I'm like, we're almost up to 300,000 shares. Like it, it, it really went like wildfire. And the, and the comments that people could just say and be so mean and like real life, you don't know me in real life, like this, I don't really see what you're getting out of this and just being me and whoever started circulating the picture initially had, I believe, had malicious intent. Um, but all of those things inspired um, the book. So that is what I'm super excited about. And I don't let my experience of what I went through define me. It is a part of the story, a part of my story that I need to share because it brought me to this place. But most importantly, what brought me to the place of the book is forgiveness. So right. yeah, so um, while I was recovering postpartum, I dealt with a lot of postpartum anxiety and just processing all that had happened you know, three weeks prior to me giving birth then while I was in the hospital. And now I have two babies, plus raising a six-year-old and just having to take all of that in. It definitely was a mental overload and I just needed an outlet to be able to create an escape from it all. And Wooly Bully is that book. So I am super excited about the journey and it's very much a journey. And I say it was a journey before it was even like a formatted book. Um, but it was all in the process of my healing. It was my process of being intentional for forgiveness. It was intent. It was all of the things together, and, and now I get to share that. And people are interested in my story. And again, thank you so much for having me on your podcast and sharing your platform with me for me to be able to share my message of kindness and forgiveness with your listeners. Well, you know, I think it's 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 also
1: uh, and, and it's our pleasure, but. Your bullying story uh, comes from a, a unique, I think, perspective in that here you were a mother who was just you know inviting people to see your I, I guess journey of having your twins, and people took that and, and just really um, just made it something something beautiful and turned it into something that was was just really not. Very nice at all to to you know to use as a an object of um, of just negativity, but you've taken all of that and you've turned it around, you flipped it, and you turned a negative into a positive. And so there's so many takeaways from your story. And so let me jump to a a, a different question, uh, and that would be. The whole uh, or one of the things that we're trying to do in Destiny New Image is talk about image, and so that's another reason why this this bullying story is important to our ministry because we want people to understand how messages and messaging words, <clears throat> excuse me, make impact. So, springboarding off of something that you said about how your um, Pregnancy was used as a platform to make fun of someone. As we're reading about woolly-bully and about imaging, what would you have to say to parents, to children, to anyone um, who are being made fun of in terms of their own internal process of their image?
3: Okay, first and foremost, you need to be able to have the courage to be able to speak up to say something, now that applies to if someone is bullying you directly, if you see someone else being bullied, um, deciding to sit there quietly um, and taking the passive approach has no solution at all. You, you, won't, you won't get anything accomplished out of that. And I felt like that was my approach in creating this book. Now this book is written very, um, it is written from a place that was inspired however the message really challenges um the readers to think about how they really how they treat some how they're treating somebody else like for example um when we think of bull like bullies and i always say uh like before social media there was just your traditional bully at school and it was you know like probably someone who had who pretended to be big and tough and heartless and things like that. But a lot of that energy, I think people didn't put that same type of like thought into like cyberbullying. And I feel like that's essentially the same thing. Um, so um, I hope that I'm answering your question correctly, but um, as a whole, having to say something and then standing behind it and then also realizing that through all of this, Like redemption is possible.
1: Is you have to have the courage to say something, to just not, you know, let it go by because so many people suffer quite often in silence. And all of that causes intense frustration. And unfortunately, we've seen the devastation of what happens when people are constantly bullied and mistreated. That stuff gets packed down in their emotions and then when it explodes you get violence you get you know people mm. shooting up schools and shooting mm. into crowds wooly bully has really uh, made impact uh, just from the few weeks and months that you you know this book has been out on the market so what's in wooly bully's future what what do you see after this this first round of uh of introduction into wooly
3: bully okay so i would love to Create Wooly Bully as a series. I would love to have um, more in depth into, you know, once Wooly Bully has met conflict resolution, what that looks like for him in the future. I will say that this book it is um, new on its journey, so I'm not ready to um, re-enter the creative process to to start another book. I really want to vest and give this book my all and I definitely have goals of where I would like to see it so definitely wouldn't um go in the direction of the series quite yet I'm really excited to share just this first part and I'm I'm praying and I'm believing that God will open some doors and some resources so that there can be more books to share the story and and definitely continue to to build its fans and following and people just rallying and support for what this book means and what it's doing.
1: Okay. Okay. That's great. This is actually a perfect segue to part two of this podcast, which involves um, your entrepreneurial, um, the entrepreneurial aspect of Wooly Bully, because there are some folks who want to know who are aspiring authors that how do you do this? How do you get into the process of having an idea, taking it from concept to, you know fruition that now we are seeing your dream and your vision in paper form or in digital form come to life so what advice would you give them um, those who have these ideas of of or have or have an idea of a book okay the
3: first and foremost is you absolutely have to believe in yourself um right. i believe that my book could only be as it could only go as far as I believe that it could even go. Now, when I created the book, I le- legit believed that the book would be global. I believed that um, platforms would open up for me to share my story. Um, I will say, however, my thoughts and my hopes and aspirations for the book and the realistic uh, plan did not align. And when I say that, like, financially, by- financial resources, um, having the connections, those things were not in place. However, I still felt and believed that this book deserved that chance. And when I created it, my hope was to be able to, uh, to get to that place. So that's why I say that believing yourself matters more than anything, because in every major retailer in North America, Plus, it's available in nine other countries. And again, I didn't have the resources to do that uh, financially or the connection-wise or marketing or publicist or anything like that. That This is is just a me and God journey. You know what I mean? But I believe that because I gave him a yes and that I believed that with him, all things is possible. We are where we are today. So that is my biggest piece of advice. And I would say the second part would be to really invest in the time and give yourself timeline and you know say okay I would like to complete my manuscript at this time and and hold yourself accountable for your timelines because there are a lot of people who have begun the, who have began the process and may life gets in the way for whatever reason and don't allow themselves to finish and again you deserve to to complete the, the goal and the vision that you, that you began with. So those are really the two um, ideas that I feel an encouragement or just a suggestion to future and aspiring um, authors, what okay. you really do is give yourself a chance.
1: Well, that, that's absolutely, that's, that's important, you know, to believe in yourself first and foremost. And then secondly, to, you know, set up a timeline, set goals, you know, small goals, things that can be measured in increments to see that you're moving forward and, and completing uh, your project. So let me ask you this. What was your writing process through all this? I mean, did you say I want to do three chapters by this time or what, what was that like, the process?
3: OK, so I just talked about setting timelines and deadlines for yourself and then honestly my writing process is a a little bit of a contradiction of that so honestly (laughs) my my writing process wasn't even really a process but that's a process for me so when I say that is um God downloads words to me in the form of poetry and I do a lot of freestyle poetry so Uh that is a natural process me and it's not necessarily a sit down and thought uh like a sit down and think so in that case because the words are fresh and they're coming down to me and I like writing them down in that moment it 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 limits the the opportunity where some people may get to writer's block so I didn't have to deal with that and then in that moment because like he was just speaking so vividly to me I was able to start and complete the entire written manuscript in the course of 21 days so this book was written Constantly. in less than a month. Mm. Um, I did also illustrate the book. Um, now that I did have to put a, a little bit more of a timeline to it. Like, okay, um, make sure you finish the, all of your um, original drawings and then upload them to Adobe uh, Sketch and have them finished. I completed that in three months. So the entire course of the book took a total of four months start to finish formatted and illustrations.
1: That's amazing. That is amazing. And and you also uh, touched on one of my questions was writer's block, because quite often um, that is a problem for people. Something else you said earlier was that finishing the project. um, Was there ever a point where you felt like, I mean, I know you had a quick turnaround, but did did you ever feel like, "Mm, am I going to be able to really finish this project?
3: Did you have that problem at all? No, I did not have that problem. And the reason why is because writing this book, I looked forward to it because okay. it was my, my, um, disconnect from the world that was really happening. Like in a real world with a whole bunch of hundreds of thousands of strangers that don't know me or making fun of me and, you know, and my, how I look and calling me all these awful names and saying, just calling me everything other than a child of God that I really am. Um, being able to like tune into the book was a refreshing getaway. So I looked forward to it and it, it got me excited. Like, man, when this comes together, I'm excited. you know. Like, So that really, again, so my journey is unique and I, 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 I understand that everyone's book journey is very different, but my book is an absolute representation of what I went through, my inspiration, my healing, and now it's in a tangible form that I can share with the world. Excellent.
1: Excellent. And then one other question for the moms out there listening. I cannot imagine. I mean, I spent almost a year writing my dissertation and I had a quiet home. I cannot imagine you having the opportunity to write with a set of twins. And (laughs) how old is your oldest son? I mean, is he even six years old and he's six years old and you had a husband. So do you have any pets? I mean, your no, house must have I, been an interesting yeah. environment to write in it,
3: it, it was it was unique my six-year-old was really excited when he was seeing me with my ipad and see me drawing and he's oh. like so he's aware of like mommy's writing this book and he's yeah. excited and it's really I also feel like it's been an inspiration to him to open and, and be open to creativity um my twins we have a really good schedule going on in the house like they're actually taking a nap right now. Um, but <laughs> I, so I'm thankful, but I also believe that God really lined that up for me so yes. that I wasn't so overwhelmed with the twins. Like first of all, they sleep all night from the beginning. Like That's that amazing. is such a blessing. I used to get like whole nights of sleep. So yes. like being able to sleep all through the night and not wake up exhausted was mm. an incredible blessing. And then for them to take naps, and then even there have been times where I have been drawing on my iPad and breastfeeding two babies, so tandem breastfeeding and drawing on my eyes. I've had many of those days as well. But I was just dedicated. And there's some times where it's just like I need this right now
0: because, you know,
3: I felt maybe an uh, episode of anxiety coming on or whatever, but being able to just tap into to do that. And I also felt very much just the connection where it's like God letting me know that this will be okay. So that is my message that I want to share with everyone, that number one, God is hope. He is, I, I, I encourage you to consider if you haven't just connecting with him. You know what I mean? My approach is that this is, is real for me. And I I, I invite people to be able to, to, to share and feel that what freedom might look like, whatever it's depression or whatever type of, it could be any type of uh, mental health issues. It could be getting body uh, any issues in your like physical body health or whatever um but i encourage you to just just to consider being brave to maybe just to talk to him and it doesn't have to be any particular form or fashion but really just you know what I'm tired today well i don't feel strong today i just need some help or this is my first time ever coming to you god you know hey it's me right. you know me. right you're right. everywhere but you you he cares about how we feel right. and what we're going through and he'll meet us on the other side of that if we just reach out and say, Hey, you know what? I can't do this by myself right now. Can you mm-hmm. show me what, what I can do? So that is in every page of this book. It's really deeply embedded in the book, um, in the book's process and for it coming together from start to finish.
1: I mean, that, that is, you know, that's, that's so important, Sherelle, because people make prayers so mystical and so difficult. And it's really just having a conversation with God. I mean, I, you know, talk to him quite often, and and I start my day off that way, and I find that I get really a lot of, uh, how can I say, uh, mileage, in just being open and honest. I mean, he already knows what I'm feeling and thinking, so to just be able to talk to him like Abba Father, which is Daddy, it makes him personal, is truly a gift that I don't think we use that gift enough, and it's right there for us 24 seven. He never rejects you. He doesn't ghost you and he doesn't, you know, judge you. He just wants to hear from you. And, and that's what relationship, not religion is all about, but there's a whole other topic, but I also <laughs> wanted to say, I think I heard your other book in your uh, discussion about managing your life while you're also, you know, taking care of making sure that your vision and your dream comes to, to comes into, you know, what am i trying to say happens because life is happening all around you so you got to be cognizant of the fact that you have to have these um multitasking skills you have to have this multitasking skill set to make sure that you can achieve even the plan that God has for you and he will again assist you even with that so to close this podcast out this has been so wonderful and i'm so happy that you're doing this today, what key takeaways do you have to offer to parents and children? You you said if you actually said most of it, but if you had like if I asked you the top three things that you would want people to get out of uh, or to see in Wooly Bully when they close that the last page of the book, what would you want them to walk away feeling uh, about? your experience and what Wooly Bully experienced? If you had three things to
3: say as takeaways, what would you offer? Okay, those three takeaways would be circumstance, kindness, and forgiveness. When it comes to circumstance, my circumstance was that I was bullied. I decided to take a stance and not to remain in the circle of what I went through. I chose to take a stance against bullying. So saying something, if you see something, say something. It's very, very important. And you don't have to be a victim of what happened to you. You can be a victor over the the situation and to come out with a, a positive outcome. The second thing would be kindness. Choose kindness. Kindness is a free gift. It is free, don't cost you nothing. It is... It really, it changes your day. It changes the person's day that you come in contact with. You just don't know what people deal with at home. You don't know, in my, my understanding, what I've learned is a lot of the, particularly when it came to cyber bullying, a lot of those people were in a need of attention. They liked the likes, they liked the people laughing and, and you know, they, they felt relevant and perhaps they're in a, in a space in real life where they don't have attention, may feel overlooked or whatever. Um so choosing kindness it it doesn't cost you anything and it really makes you feel good and a lot of times it really makes it it can open the door for people to really question the way they behave and also that if you just don't meet their meet their energy and you their negative energy and you bring it with positivity it really does bring often it brings them down because if someone's yelling in her up here for example and you're talking at a mild and a calm voice Eventually, they're not going to just be hooping. And right, about right. You know right, what I mean? So like right. that's that is the power that kindness has. And we Absolutely. can always tap into that power of kindness. And the last thing, the most important thing is forgiveness. Had yes. I not chose to forgive everyone the circumstance for my news story, if I didn't choose to forgive that office supply store from my bad store experience, if I didn't choose to forgive the hundreds of thousands of cyber bullies, um, from that experience this book wouldn't even be a thing and I wouldn't even be able to share that but I had to do the work myself and doing the work really means having to in your whole heart let it go and forgive them and be able to move on because they don't deserve to live rent-free in my head you don't get to have that space right you've you've done enough your time your 15 minutes is over you know what I mean what (laughs) I will do is take over my life and my life deserves forgiveness. First of all, God forgives me. I've done things that I needed forgiveness for. And right. I'm not above anyone that, you know, that, they, or their whatever they've done to me is not unforgivable. So right. forgiveness was very, very important. And it's definitely, and, and I'll briefly just talk about what this, the summary of the book, but at the end of the book, forgiveness had to happen. And I'm really excited that I'm able to share that and depict that for children to see, but so Wooly is a buff, traditional caterpillar bullying from a Butterfly High. He starts to experience being bullied himself. Now, who would bully the biggest bully in school? Like that's crazy, <laughs> right? right? So anyway, I encourage you all to check out the book. Um, it is again available in every major bookstore in the country: Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Amazon, all those places. Um, and you can uh, enjoy the wonderfully silly and important message that Wooly Bully sh- has to share. It is a children's book, but this book is written for everyone. And right. It applies to everyone. Bullying, right. unfortunately, doesn't have an age, you know, cap because I'm 31 years old and I wasn't, you know, exempt from that. So this message can really, um, to so just reignite just kindness and that message for adults and it can. Start in the beginning stages for children to learn from day one that we need to just be kind.
1: This is this is really an excellent, excellent um, presentation that you've made today. I mean, I I know that (laughs) people are going to hear this and 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 feel like they have now been empowered with yet another tool to have a better life. And that is understanding how your words and your actions, your behavior really affect other people and how there's really no value in that at all. I mean, it's a, it's a lose, lose, not a win, win at all, Uh, especially when you consider that you're, if you're initiating some, some type of negative response to something, you know, something you see or read, you know, you also have the power to to stop it and to cut it off and to change it. And knowing that God is there to help you uh, change that behavior. So I also would admonish anybody out there who has been a bully or who's bullying right now to really hear what you're saying and take it to heart that you, it's not funny and and you may feel it's making you popular, but guess what? Just like Wooly Bully in the end who experienced bullying himself, you know, you plant that seed, that seed's going to grow up in your garden and you're going to reap just what you sowed. So I just, there's so many takeaways. This is really awesome, Sherelle. And if anyone wants to reach out to you, want to support what you're doing, want to, you know, be involved in a part of a, of a, a movement that you have started right there in North Carolina that's spreading all over the country, how do they uh, reach you?
3: Okay, so again, my name is Sherelle Bates. It's spelled S-H-I-R-E-L-L, last name Bates, B-A-T-E-S. I can be found on all social media at Sherelle Bates. So follow me on Instagram. Um, and also if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, I appreciate the feedback at my email address, which is woollybully001 at gmail.com. Now woolly is spelled W-O-O-L-L-Y, bully, B-U-L-L-Y-001 at com.
1: Okay. Again, thank you so much, Sherelle. And We'll be hearing more about you, from you, and about Wooly Bully, I'm sure, in the near future. God bless you, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Podcast 21. Thank you. Okay, and we will talk again soon, Sherelle. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was awesome. I really enjoyed Shirella. I'm so proud of her.
0: And bullying is a reflection of a poor self-image. If you bully, it's because you're truly hurting inside. That's right. It's important to deal with it.
1: Yeah, and you know, I I really cannot uh, express strongly enough. Parents, please don't wink at bullying. Handle it by talking to your children. And if necessary, get professional help. You know, it's it's important that we understand how powerful words are. And this is very personal to me because I grew up I as a child I was bullied and I was a bully. And I learned two important lessons. The first one is that old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me. That's a lie. Because long after your bones have mended, those words spoken to you are still rolling around And you're ruminating on them in your soul. And so words make lasting impact. And the second lesson I learned was to learn how to manage my emotions and keep myself under control. Because I was a fighter. I come from a family of fighters. I was one of 10 children. If you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. It's really sad to admit my last fight, I was a senior in high school. But thank God for changing my life because I learned some valuable lessons that I do not want to repeat. And that's why it's important that we understand redemption. We understand transformation and it can happen. So thank you for for being a part of uh, the listening audience tonight to hear what Sherelle had to say about Wooly Bully. We can't end the podcast tonight without giving those of you who do not know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior an opportunity to get to know Jesus, to get to know the Father as truly our Father. So Melvin will lead you at this point in a word of prayer.
0: Dear God, I know I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that he was raised again for life, for me and for my justification. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as my Lord from this day forward forevermore. Guide my life and help me, Lord to do your will, and I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. My friend, if you repeated these words after me, you are now born again. Now is your time to find a Bible-believing church that you may grow thereby in the Lord. So until next week, be blessed.
1: Because because you you are are blessed.
0: And
2: this das-